I V M. Episode of IVM Likes. I'm Sharanya, and today I'm in the studio with uh, Naveen and Josh. Hey. Yay! Very nice guys. <laughs> so today we're going to do. Um, we're going to change it up a little bit, not a lot. So we're going to do a quick discussion on the representation of Bombay in pop culture, uh, in books, in movies. I don't know if there any in TV shows, but maybe. Hmm. Uh, and then at the end of the show, Amit is going to come do a little tribute section that he wants to do. Um, so let's let's get started. But aren't we doing like a monologue about Bombay and how brutal it is, but also how amazing it is? But life changing. Yeah. yeah. From the slums to the antelas. Yeah, ki baga door me log apne aap ko bhul jaate hain. Lekin raat ko jab thakke ghar aate to unko khushi milti hai kyunki wo. Have you seen those ads like all the time when people pimp Bombay so much? This is hmm. the end of Wake Up Sir when Kokona <laughs> writes that uh, yeah. uh, column. Yeah. So it's. When I was in Bombay City, I was alone. Yeah. इस शहर ने मुझे कितना कुछ दिया है हाँ इस शहर की बात ही कुछ और है बॉम्बे पॉल्यूशन बट बियॉन्ड ऑल ऑफ दिसंटेंट्स and i think it's one of the most honest and brutal explanation because i grew up in a chol when i was growing up mm. in some part of santa cruz and this is where he's based somewhere in like dadar yeah. and it's very similar to my growing up because we lived like one catholic family mm. one hindu family and one muslim family and all three kids were friends yeah. that's how nice it was you know yeah. so i think that was the first step for me to looking into bombay and literature and then we all read shantaram and stuff like that mm. yeah i think uh, when you find even a lit- like when pop culture does a little bit of uh, thing that you connect with it yeah. immediately feels so real because um arvind adhika's second book which is last man in the tower mm. uh, that in that book there's a guy uh, who's refusing to give up his building right for uh, redevelopment mm-hmm. um and he has a really specific routine which includes catching the specific train from santa cruz mm. to dadar and changing and the way is written for like timings and having to make it if i don't make that then i can't get the next train because the next one is a lady special and then the yeah. one is a nine dabba <laughs> hmm. and because i've traveled in trains my whole life i was like i totally understand this character literally because i yeah. understand planning your life around trains and exactly. timings and things like that where you're going to stand on the platform it'll be a 12 dabba then suddenly they'll announce the nine dabba and you got to run hmm. um so i feel like that is great when when pop culture gets specific about cities then you exactly. feel like i understand this really well like even if you watch uh, like the lunch box the mm. small scene where uh, she goes and sits in the cooler cafe and it's like a very because any other movie would have like emptied the cafe and put them in the yeah. picture but yeah they like they have the bustle the waiter boys walking right in front of Fun them and the everything camera, yeah. and it's pretty good i think it's the 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 irani cafes of bombay is what for me it like, stands yeah. out a lot mm. i i think the, when you were saying that like bombay has all of these things i think the thing is that uh, in this city everything is turned up full everything mm. culturally sound wise traffic i think there's nothing that like is average no everything moderation. is at high level there's mm. no moderation we are at full high for everything and that is overwhelming i understand that and i know uh, a lot of my friends who travel from abroad and come here are always like 
uh, unnerved by you know the beggar girls knocking at your taxi door yeah. like uh, to me i have completely zoned it out i have ignored them completely and i it doesn't even affect me but they're like she's looking at me how should, how can we leave them can we not do something and like if you start here you'll be doing it forever but then it's, like that's the first level of seeing like how humane you are yeah. and slowly slowly you slip away from that at yeah. a point when like there's some guys who come and clean your window and they only make it dirty but still like you yeah. just like stare right through them yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you drive also through them <laughs> cuz you're like you can't I love when, when uh, rains and floods happen and there are people helping out and giving biscuits and the newspapers always say the humanity of Bombay I'm like every day we ignore people yeah. shitting on the street yeah. because we can and that itself is flooding up and coming <laughs> yeah. to our level so it's yeah. I think uh, did you guys read a lot of um, like you know when Shantaram came out yeah. Bom- it was like a big boom for Bombay based um, stories yeah. including like your uh, Munna Bhai MBBS and all of those are a very Bombay Tapori culture uh, Dobi Ghat so yeah no. did you guys watch that did you like that Dobi Ghat I mean all Bombay stuff like that I saw Dobi Ghat for sure mm. but uh, Shantaram Shantaram was a good book no it was it was like it was a good plot but the way yeah. he wrote it was very romanticized and how much of it was true is also but it you did get immersed in that whole world of like him living in the slums and doing all his mad stuff and then the whole underground and that's another thing that is like a a theme in a lot of bombay based stuff is the the mafia or like Cut. like how many portrayals of uh, daudi ibrahim has been yeah. in so black many. friday black yeah. friday bombay uh, to dubai yeah. Com- company company there's some other one satya satya also yeah all the shootouts at wadala and lokanwala lokanwala kandivli or andheri this is in specify that yeah so did you like did you do you guys ever go seeking stuff that are city based because sometimes i feel like if i wasn't in mumbai i don't know if i would read these things hmm. because i don't know if i would have any connection or if i'd be able to imagine them correctly Yeah, so have you watched Life in a Metro? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that movie which Sainya Uja was still around, yeah. And uh, and that movie was like making a big deal about how this is a Bombay-based story, but it became eventually about the people. Love story. City was a backdrop, like you know. Yeah. yeah. Given like when Irfan Khan ran into train to like with the horse mm. and everything, that was like fun. Mm. But in that you wouldn't see on an ordinary day in Bombay. Correct. That's not the deal, like. Mm. Correct. So that at, in that movie the city became a backdrop, and yeah. these guys like they're walking yeah. in the Mumbai Devi Temple, the steps mm. and everything. It's like it's nice. It's it's yeah. location-based, mm. but nothing happens yeah location based is different like a lot of uh, uh western tv shows always have this like new york is a character yeah, yeah. like sex in the city new york is another character yeah. uh, with girls brooklyn mm. is a character mm. uh bombay is a character for sure by itself but i don't think we make that many uh movies or whatever that are that bombay is a part of so like it's internally more, it's, like it's i think it's like uh, in canada they have vancouver right hmm. and so many landmarks are there in so many hollywood films but because you don't know vancouver you assume it's whatever city they're talking uh, about it's probably detroit or something but it, and and it's like in uh, here it's like johnny gaddar i think is set mm. in bombay but you don't really think of bombay as a character correct. in the film correct but in wanted hmm. have to bring it up <laughs> there even though bombay is not much of a like is, specify it's the salman khan wanted yeah the salman, salman khan, khan aisha takya yeah not angelina jolie okay. huh. But uh, in that film, I felt like uh, watching it at least Bombay did feel like a big, uh, like a, uh, it was identifiable hmm. in the film, as in hmm. the things they were doing, and I don't know, just just it uh, the the police or the kind of characters or what was going on. It just hmm. felt like it was Bombay based. But yeah. I didn't feel that about Johnny Gadar because hmm. I guess the plot is different. Or, yeah, I don't know. sometimes it's important to name it like that, like Bombay Boys, Bombay Talkies, Bombay Velvet, yeah. so you yeah. know exactly <laughs> where they are. They're like, I get what the story is. Bombay Velvet was all. F- Bombay Velvet was terrible, but Hollow. Bombay Talkies was 
slightly interesting yeah. in some some of the shows were interesting mm-hmm. salam bombay as well yeah salam bombay but is a great bombay talkies is the one with the four directors right yeah yeah, yeah. salam bombay <coughs> of course is the what Pen. we call highlight of yeah, like yeah. bombay yeah. culture in general yeah the original slum dog but yeah. there's uh, one movie that was really like ignored back when it came out ek 40 ki last local correct with abhay deol yeah, yeah so it's okay. like it captures the night time of what bombay is like mm. so everybody like the bustle and everything in the daytime mm. at night bombay is equally eerie and like something happens in the shady lanes of bombay mm. and it was oh shot God. in my hometown as well oh, like really? yeah so everybody like talking about how bobby deol was in my town but it was abhay deol so i can't like, believe you remind me of this movie dude it had good songs as well yeah क्या हुआ चोलारी छूटी जीवन की गाड़ी छूटी कब है तो मुझको ना जगा टैक्सी नौ दो ग्यारह नाना एंड जॉन अब्राम एंड ओनली मूवी आई एम्पेज विद जॉन अब्राम कैरेक्टर बिकॉज इज गोस्ट टू लॉट एंड अगेन गुड सॉन्ग आई लव लाइक नाना पाटेकर लिव इन दिस हाउस विद हिज वाइफ सोनाली कुलकर्णी एंड द हाउस लुक सो रियलिस्टिक art direction on that i think i have a vague memory of it where they talk about like you know above the um uh, what do you call the godrej wala cupboard hmm. there are all these bundles of clocks just tied up and kept yeah, like how yeah. you put in your uh, like so above things exactly stuff, yeah, like exactly. that great movie yeah that that had a good song too the meter down song oh yeah that one kisi ka chutta kisi ki daulat kisi ka love to kisi ki mohabbat yahan pe zindagi ki har khushi rupaya hai ya dollar ya pound amir down 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 you know for the last week i've been listening to the rangila soundtrack back to back because apparently it released this week in 1995 Uh, mm-hmm. and amit gurbaksani wrote a really great story about the music on scroll you should check it out uh, but they had a lot of this uh, bombay stuff where you know she dances on juhu beach just yeah. practicing i'm like how she even goes to fantasy land <laughs> yeah. it was a thing <laughs> yeah and yeah, selling tickets in black to, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know my parents tried to buy a rangila tickets in black oh yeah same same <laughs> so meta <laughs> I feel like I have a little bit of a defense when um, when non-Indians make movies about Bombay yeah. or or t- or write about Bombay, uh, including Shantaram, because it feels like an outsider perspective. Mm. Even um, a couple Slumber. of years ago, when Catherine Boo wrote that Behind the Beautiful Forevers, which is Dharavi based, mm. I was like, I don't know if I want to read this. It's not that I know this happens, uh, but I think there's a little bit of a defense I have where I want to ignore this slum situation mm. or their lives, and then when you are. Uh, Forced to read from an outside perspective, you're like, I don't think she's right. Hmm. And it's the same with Slumdog. Slumdog is literally just like it's Bombay's magic. Yeah. yeah. Which is also not great. These kids are jumping in the nala, and then this one kid falls in shit, and like it's yeah. mostly. So that is obviously a part of Correct. again. Like if you go to the airport strip also, hmm. while the flight is taking off, you just see like a bunch of kids sitting on the barricade hmm. that is dividing the airport and the slums. Okay, they're sitting on a 12 foot high barricade and sitting on the airport side. Wow. Like look at the balls. Like. literally <laughs> also figuratively you know what i'm saying so <laughs> so when slum dog came about a lot of people got defensive against because again it went to oscars and everybody was watching it yeah. but and I, then you have like uh, foreign travel saying like let's go to bombay and look at this magic <laughs> like let's go to the ganga and let's go to dharavi and look at the slums look at jamal's balls <laughs> which is not a bad thing because it is it exists so it's okay but yeah. i know when movies like slum dog go to the oscars and white people watch it you have a little bit of a defense like it's not all bad guys We have big buildings, yeah. so I think that's that overlooked the slum. Yeah. It's, it's a funny thing because uh, now, after listening to these uh, anything but Bollywood episodes, which is a great podcast, you guys need to check out. Also, recommend it. But um, 
Deepthi Dukuna, man. She's, so when she, in that episode, in the Gunit Monga episode, they talk about how these films get sent to festivals or how distribution kind of works, you know. And with uh, foreigners, it's always like they take that story and they have the infrastructure to distribute. As much as we have all the films that are Bombay-based, they're not sort of going out and they're not going through those channels which... Mm. Where, where it gets taken to international screens and all that kind mm. of thing. You know? So, I feel like, the and the agencies, they're these sales agents where you have to go through. So, they are picking only these slum-based films. Yeah. Is that what, that is like, and and they also do their market research and do it. So, it's like, that's just like status quo kind mm. of stuff, you know. Mm. It's like, oh, anything about slums is going to do well outside Correct. or something. I, I get that. Like, even mm. one of the stories from Bombay Talkies is very much uh, the story about this guy who comes to Bombay to meet mm. Amitabh Bachchan and have him eat uh, a piece of laddu or something yeah, that his yeah. mom made it's beautifully acted yeah way. and I I get that story so much because it really feels like a Bombay that is not our Bombay because we grew up here and we lived here and we accept it as Amitabh Chunga Ghara yeah so we just pass in a bus or a rickshaw yeah. past their houses and we're like okay they live it here. doesn't bother us but I, I do have relatives and cousins who've come and said where does he live yeah, or where yeah. does Shah Rukh Khan live and I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you register the the massive Bollywood popularity if you're not from here. Yeah. Mm. If, when you're not from here. Like, I get that. Yeah. I get, I mean, but you know what? I'll tell you something. Um, I don't think Bombay has been explored. I know in, it has in books and movies, but I don't think it has in TV at all, which surprises me because I thought about this a lot yesterday and I was like, uh, I don't get why because, bom- like, we shoot mostly in Bombay. TV shows are shot here. But I never see a show that has inherently Bombay in its... Um, I'll tell you a show which has... I, I could think of only one. <laughs> <laughs> I could think of one. Many years ago, Sony had a, sh- a show called Lady Special, which was about four women who meet in the train and have their own story. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah correct, and that was actually a good show, but mm. it was very women-centric, so who's going to watch it? <laughs> uh, but I did watch it. It was actually good. But I get that. I get those stories. I get train stories. Yeah. Um, even... Wasn't a Wednesday about Bombay? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Bombay, I think yeah. uh, uh, slums and uh, these kind of terrorism attack ones <laughs> are perfectly suited in Bombay. In Bombay. Yes. Did you guys like Black Friday? I yeah. did. I love the book and the movie as well. I've only seen the film, but the film. You know, I've I've seen the movie, but I haven't. I've actually stayed away from all literature about the the Dawood and the, it's very the whole thing. I know. I I feel like. I can't imagine it properly because I feel like I live in such a bubble in Bombay also even mm. though I understand that it happens but I'm very removed from it so I didn't read that um, the one with the Dongri something yeah, Dongri Dubai Dongri to Dubai I didn't read mm. that there's one about all the women right all the women of the mafia but that's that's another thing there's like these different different characters right like have you guys seen Bing Cyrus Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. So that has that whole Parsi side of it, right? Correct, yeah. correct. That's true. That's also a different. And uh, that's like a Bombay. Oh, there's a lot to explore in Bombay, so I get yeah. that, like. So all these kind sides. of subcultures yeah. and different different communities also, like. But how... I get the gang mafia thing because I grew up in an area which was like very rife with all these mm. gang wars. Mm. Like the the young kids who grew up were like all rowdies and like I remember once we were playing cricket on the streets and these guys just start fighting and coming, and they snatched the bats away from us and start beating each other, <laughs> and then like we had to intervene and take our bats back from them. So I. I've grown up in such a mm. Bombay as well but yeah. I've seen the nice part of it Correct. I've seen the terrible part of it as well so I understand like there's no juxtaposition as to why the city is like this but mm. it's it's a it's a maximum city Correct. eventually it is going to have all kinds of people coming from different parts of the world or country trying to survive together and it's going to be very rife with tension but sometimes in that there's also beauty right there's also like how people help each other out is also some of, some of the best things ever yeah. okay so the book I was talking about was Hussain Zaidi's Mafia Queens of Bombay okay. of Mumbai okay. which is about uh, the women in the mafia I like all their wives. Now name everything Mumbai. Yeah. Just to like 
ंग So Jerry Purnell passed away last week. Uh Jerry Purnell is well I mean like he's uh, so what we'll do for I I'll recommend a book that he wrote but uh the reason why I thought it's important we talk about him is that he's kind of a uh, he's an important figure in media especially the kind of media that we're doing here which is this conversational thing rather than the high above uh you know the the uh, the words from on above which used to be the way that a lot of media used to function so uh, he used to write a magazine uh, he used to write a column for bite magazine called chaos manner and he still did that he one of the first bloggers he turned the uh, he turned the uh, magazine column into a blog thing but what it was uh, what was interesting about it was that it was the first real thing that was written from like a fan perspective rather than a uh, rather than like an expert perspective and uh, So I mean like you know he he's kind of important in that sense I mean like you know there's direct lineage between him and what we're doing over here What did he write columns about like So it was a tech column but what he did, so I mean like back in the 70s and 80s right I mean like technology was very different than it is today mm-hmm. right so I mean like uh most of the columns that were written in Byte magazine I mean like they used to say this that were written by people who were computer makers right people who used to make software people used to make hardware those kinds of people mm. very little of it was written from the perspective of the computer user right so what he would do is he would say like you know like he has a law which is kind of uh, so he wrote these pernell laws right so one of the funny ones is that whenever you have a computer problem please check the goddamn cables mm-hmm. you know that was like his first line back in the 70s and 80s that yeah. was a big kind of uh it was a big deal right yeah. I mean, it was just kind of in that sense uh so uh what i want to recommend though so he's also an extremely accomplished science fiction writer so uh he's written like 
I don't know, dozens and dozens of books. Uh, a lot of them are with Larry Niven, who is probably best known for Ringworld, mm. uh, which is uh, also a really cool science fiction book. It's about uh, it's about a world of it's a ring around the world kind of this. <laughs> 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 but uh, the book I'll recommend is Lucifer's Hammer. Uh, this book was written, I think, like sometime in the mid seventies. Uh, it was the second or third collaboration between uh, David Niven and Jerry Purnell. Uh, it was one of the early, it was a really interesting, so it was an asteroid book. Mm. So it was a book about what will happen when there's an asteroid, uh, when asteroids hit the earth and then how things are going to go back. Right. And so it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing where you have uh, uh, different, uh, you have different kind of groups who are fighting each other. There are like 20 people who have declared themselves to be president of the U.S. And it's just all that kind of, mm. uh, you, you know, that kind of this yeah. where then there's a warrior who, emerges from the desert who goes out to attack the, the so you know it's just that kind old of school the, Mad Max. old school Mad Max we're pretty yeah. much Mad Max you know, yeah. kind, of, kind, of, kind of this but a really really fun book really well written lots of interesting ideas it, it was uh, it's like one of the scientifically most accurate books hmm. of this kind of stuff oh, okay. so that was Jerry Purnell's thing too right he used to write science accurately so he's hmm. a hard sci-fi guy rather than a soft sci-fi right. guy he wrote this book in the 70s you yes how old was he when he died Oh, he was pretty old. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, he's been around since, like, the 19... Uh, so I, I think he's been writing since the 50s. Wow. Uh, he was uh, very early consultant at NASA when NASA first started. Oh, okay. So, I mean, like, oh. you know, he's he's a really, really accomplished, really, really interesting guy. Wow, so, amazing. yeah, please, everybody, just check out his books. I mean, like, since he passed away, you should uh, definitely... There are a bunch of other really good ones. The Moat in God's Eye is, a, is another classic that's more of an intergalactic kind of story. But uh, Lucifer's Hammer is really, really approachable. So even if you're not a big sci-fi guy, it's... Uh, or girl, that's a show <laughs> that... Uh, th- that's a book that will work for you. Hey, thanks, Amit. Uh, that was our episode. If you have other Bombay recommendations or... Anything else that we missed out, please write into us. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We are IVM Podcast. And we'll be back next week. <laughs>